Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Way to go. That's just how this night is going. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Liam Merrill here with Steve Peters, and the tank is back. The tank is officially is back. Is it, I think is this it officially counts. back? I think so. When you get beat, and, and pretty convincingly. I mean, 4-2 maybe not completely on the scoreboard, but... Yeah, I think the tank's back. I think we're there. I was a lot of sighing going on. There was a, a lot of sighing. Um, it was the Coyotes' first ever loss to the Seattle Kraken <laughs> in their entire, in their entire franchise, franchise history. history. So that was significant. Um, the Coyotes' third loss in a row, first game after the trade deadline for both teams, which was significant for Seattle, given the fact they gave up a lot. Yeah, six players going out, including their captain. And so you think that, you know, okay, here's a team that's depleted. They've lost some of their leaders, and some of their best players are now gone. Yarncrocks in Calgary. Um, we already talked about Giordano. There's Appleton left back to Winnipeg. So what would you expect? I mean, Arizona lost Wedgie. We all love Wedgie. We love Wedgwood. Mm-hmm. But he didn't wouldn't have had an effect on the outcome of tonight's game anyway. Yeah. So you, you, you would think that this would be a chance for... This Coyote team who hasn't played well the last few games, they haven't found their feet. They haven't been moving. They haven't had that offensive bump that they had a week ago on that Eastern road trip. You really thought this could be a chance for them to get that back, and it just didn't happen. And I really thought that the Coyote, this is was a game the Coyotes would, were going to win, especially because in the other two games against Seattle, they scored five in each of those. We just talked about Seattle losing all of those players. The Coyotes didn't really, like you said, lose anyone so significant to the lineup and – just, it just didn't have it tonight. No, they, they just. But now this is it. this is three games in a row now where they just didn't have that extra coyote hockey. Where they were their feet weren't moving. I, I know I use that. I'm overusing that term, but when they play fast, they play good, and they they look like they're competitive in the National Hockey League. And I just haven't seen that for three games now. And and when they haven't had that, they get exceptional goaltending. Where goaltending makes 35, 40, 45 saves, and then they still stay in it. I don't know if that happened today either. Yeah. Um, so even with the pulled goalie, I never felt they were going to score today because they didn't shoot. So it was a six on five with a two goal lead. You got to get make an attempt and, and make an attempt at the net. And then they just didn't do it today. So unfortunately for this team, you look at what's ahead and we won't, we'll talk about the calendar later, but it doesn't get easier. No. Like it gets tougher. And I guess 
now we're back on to it's okay, I guess. I think it's okay. I think especially given the fact that Seattle and Arizona coming into this game both had 44 points and Arizona had a game in hand that now they're Seattle passive in points. They've played this or actually no, Arizona still has a game in hand, but Seattle did pass them in points. So that's significant because when you play these teams at the bottom, at, at least from the perspective that we're pr- approaching it from, you want that yeah. loss. Um Super chat from Ruler14. Keller is infuriating. Shoot the damn puck. And, and, and absolutely in the last two minutes, but he did it on the power play. I, I thought the power play had opportunities to shoot. Five on five, they were getting pucks in tight and trying to make that one more pass, one more play. And I I, I think it was, it was one of those nights they needed to try to generate offense just by getting pucks to the net and seeing what happens. And I just never felt they got it going offensively. And it's 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 okay. I mean, Schmaltz got back on the board. That's huge. Like it may, maybe he can get back on track because last time he, you know, he gets one, he gets ten. So maybe that can be something to hang their hat on tonight. Um, there just wasn't a lot of positives tonight. I, I I try to look at individual performances, and I just I don't know if I see it. Yeah. Which and by the way, um, I can't on our screen see a previous super chat, but I have it on my computer. So Clinton, I can't pull up your comment, unfortunately, but I'm going to read it because I appreciate your $5 super chat. They said, peace is restored in the hockey universe. Hashtag buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag buddy. That's true. So though. thank you for the super chat, Clinton. Sorry, it's not um, on our screen to show. But. And it's funny, though, because we talked a lot. We had the, the trade deadline show yesterday. And you talk about these teams that either are buyers or sellers that have a lot of activity. And the guys that buy that are getting players in, you go, oh, they're going to be great today. And the teams that got rid of everybody are going to suck. And for some reason, that first day, the second day, that first game or two, it doesn't always play that way. Because the guys that are coming on, I think the expectations get so high. Like the Rangers pulled in three players tonight, they lose. They made, they had three pickups, the trade deadline, you go, oh, they're going to be better. It's hard. Like you walk into a locker room, you literally don't know anybody. So you have no chemistry between your teammates. You don't know their names. Yeah, you don't know the system. You don't know how they're going to play. So it's really hard. Conversely, a team like Seattle that lost so many bodies, I I think there's almost a sense of relief that, holy shit, I'm still here. Like, I'm still here. I didn't get traded. I don't have to leave. And you know what? Let's go show them what we can do. So I think it's almost reverse of what you might think Hmm. just for a day or two. I think it'll all even out again because the Seattle team, they're depleted. And honestly, they're... They're going for the tankathon too. I mean, yeah. they're they're not they're not very good. Um, so I think it'll even out where you're gonna see them lose games. And I the teams that made the big pickups like Florida with Giroux and those teams, over time everything will even out once they get more comfortable in their systems. But this first day or two, it's unusual what happens. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's start with um tonight by the numbers because once again, a lot of shots against. And this is not something you'd really expect from a team like Seattle, but something you'd expect against a team like Arizona because this has happened again and again. 4-2 final, of course, Seattle had 39 shots on goal to Arizona's 26, which is about average for them. Both teams won for three on their respective power plays, um, which is good for the Coyotes to get some action on the power play. That Schmaltz goal from Keller, that no-look pass, that, I mean, that was the best move of the game, and, you know, it resulted in a goal. Um Thoughts on well, the, the shots on goal to me, and that's that's this is the problem of the game tonight because we talked about the depleted lineup. This should be an opportunity where Arizona 
should defend better. They should defend better. This is the team that that stayed complete. They've had their systems from day one. They shouldn't be giving up 40 goals to the Seattle, 40 shots, excuse me, 40 goals, 40 shots to the, Seat- would be a- 40 shots to the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> wow. They shouldn't give up this many shots. Yeah. They should be defending better. They should protect the house better. They should be getting in shooting lanes better. They should be one and done and going the other way. It's, the frustration for me this whole entire season is this team's inability to defend in front of the net. I've said it over and over and over again. And this is one of those instances where you're giving up 40 shots to a team that's clearly not a team. You're not playing the Boston Bruins tonight. Yeah. Like it's it's Seattle with a depleted lineup. Yeah. A lot of American leaguers in that lineup tonight. So that's that's frustrating that I think they should defend better. And then we'll go uh, we'll well we'll talk about Corral in a second. But it, but I think if you're going to give up 40, the goaltending needs to be better. And this team all season long at 35 and over, they've been great. 35 saves, 40 saves, 45 saves. Matter of fact, they get wins when they get over 40 mm-hmm. saves. I just didn't feel that was going to happen no. tonight. Yeah, and you mentioned Veggie. It, it wasn't his best look tonight, but a cool stat. This was his 16th time in 35 starts that he's faced 35 or more shots. So that's, that's a lot. unbelievable how much how many shots this team gives that's up. That's a lot of shots that's to absolutely face unbelievable. as a goalie, but you mentioned it. He that The power play goal that Seattle had, Veggie should have had that. That was from the Just circle. outside the circle, yeah. yeah. Just outside the and dots. It just, that was a goal that... Beat him clean. Could have been like the one where the net was empty and it was undefended. Like that wasn't his fault. That that was more of the defenseman fault. But that particular goal, I don't know. Do you think? And I don't know if this played a factor in the loss at all tonight. But do you think that he feels some pressure now that he's kind of the guy at least for the? Rest I don't know of if it's season? pressure or if it's if it's almost the opposite. That it's a big weight off his shoulder and he's not as maybe. I, I I don't know. There's a lot going on in your head when you sign a deal like that. Yeah. Like it. You know you. You're excited by it. Like, he, first of all, it was a lot of money. It's for three years, and I have some security. When he came over here, I had no idea if he'd even be in the National he, yeah, Hockey Yeah, he League. was one of those ones that we were thinking, oh, he'll be in the American, the, League. The American League. And Kojanash, who was recalled today and on the bench tonight, was the one that we all slotted in that number two spot. Yeah, so you think that, yeah, now I, now I belong here. Now there's a little sense of relief, I'm sure. But I'll, I'll try to be honest. I can't hear. I, I think that's two starts in a row for Vimelka that I don't think he was as sharp as he has been prior to that. And I hope, without that pressure of Wedgwood behind him or or having Wedgwood with him, I hope that he can get back on track. And maybe the anticipation he's going to play more. I mean, he's the guy now for the for the last twenty games. I mean, you, you brought in Harry Sateri and you, he's going to play some games. But your guys, Vimelka, you've committed to him. You've signed him. You've got him for three years. Uh, Harry Sateri is a rental. I know it's Harry, but I call him Harry Sateri. It's a rental. It's a good. It's a rental. So it's not like you're competing with him. He's not going to be part of the future. So your guy's Vimelka. He's going to play. Hopefully that helps get his game more consistent. It's been it's been ebbs and flows this entire year for him. He needs to find a way to be more consistent. It's important that he does for next season. So let's use this 20 games to get him a lot of starts, see a lot of pucks, and get his game a little more consistent. And and hopefully that happens as they go forward in the next few weeks. Yeah, and Veggie was one of the keys to tonight's game, which could explain where things might have fallen apart. So let's pull up the keys that middle one need a solid game for newly extended goaltender. Yeah, I don't think they took advantage of a depleted lineup 
in Seattle. I don't think that happened. No. I've expected the shots to be reversed. I'd expect more offensive opportunities. Um, it's really disappointing that they didn't get on this team earlier, especially how they've played the last few games. You expected them to come out firing all cylinders tonight. Um, Veggie, I thought he... I think there's two of me like that back. I, I don't think that was the sharpest performance he's had. He had some nice saves, and I thought he was good early. The first period, yeah, I thought he, he was he really good. really great in the first. I just think as the game went on, I, I well, don't once think you, he was strong. Once you let in one bad one, then it kind of shakes you, I feel like. Um, and then the last one, Keller and Schmaltz. And they did. They, they, they got the power play goal yep. to get the game started. And we go, okay, here we go. And I really thought... Maybe that would jumpstart the offense. You know, we've seen Lawson Krause carry this team over the last few weeks. That didn't happen. Uh, Phil Kessel, I didn't know if he'd come in with a little chip or grudge and go, okay, I'll show you, and, and come out with a, a big offensive performance tonight. Um, it, just, it just didn't happen. There were just no offensive sparks tonight. So I mean, I'm sure Andre's going to get them back on the ice, and they've got some work to do before they get back on the road. And this is a tough, tough, tough trip coming up. Yeah. So they're going to have to find a way to find some offense or this is going to be a tough week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we talked about the Schmaltz goal. It was his 19th goal of the season. It was Gostas Bear's 40th point of the season, his third career 40th point season on that goal. And then, of course, Keller, who is now up to 62 points on the season with his 35th assist of the year. So just That's unbelievable. amazing numbers for Keller. Yeah, fantastic. And even for Schmaltz, 19 goals. Look at where he was at the beginning of the season where we're thinking, oh, God, like he needs to get it going. And now here he is with 19 goals. And that was an amazing, like, no-look pass play. That That's the kind of play from two people on a line who just know where the other is going to be. And they've got, they've got that chemistry, and they found that. And the one good thing with, with Schmoltz getting on the board today, he does score in bunches, and we've seen it from the last streak that they had. Uh, I'm convinced Keller gets in there, and he liked having that scoring streak. Keller liked, they like scoring goals. Yeah. That's the kind of player Keller is. Yeah. So I'm sure he was frustrated when that came to an end, and he's determined to start a new one. So I, I would think that the two of them would and could stay hot. And let's hope so. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be a tough week. Yeah, and you'd hope with the tough week coming up that it's one of those where they're in close games like they were with Boston and, you know, the, those close losses rather than a loss like tonight where it's like, ugh, you didn't yeah, really it didn't feel it. like it, did it? Like no. it didn't. It never, even though it was 0 0 after one, it never really felt. I mean, they were outshot in their, 15 to 8. Get in their groove. Yeah. It, in the first, first period, was, the ice was lopsided and Vimelka kept them in it. Yes. And it just never felt like they got their engines going. And unfortunately, I think this is the third game in a row we've said that. That yeah. their feet aren't moving and they're playing slow. This team's better when they play fast. And I just don't know what you do. And this is where we talked to Andre. That mix between practice and rest is so difficult to manage and so hard to do for a head coach. You need the practice to get better and work on things, but you need the rest. You have the energy to be able to perform in a game. It's a yeah, balancing act. That is hard. And they don't play now for a few days. I with Tuesday today, right? Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday today. They play Friday. One of those days will be a travel so day. So Thursday they'll Calgary. fly. So I mean, maybe a day imagine. off in there. Maybe the travel day is a day off. I yeah. but they don't. They usually don't skate on morning skates, so they'll probably practice Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday morning off. I don't know. I don't know. That's with only tough. 20 games to go, it's hard. Yeah, it is tough. To um, manage that rest. And another thing that affected the momentum of this game was the fact that Seattle scored just 18 seconds after that Schmaltz goal that we just talked about. And that is something 
that happens again and again and again and again this season. It happened the other night against San Jose. And I want to give a special shout out to our Coyotes Discord because Night Raider 92 in the Discord had done this earlier in the month. And then I re-asked in the Discord and not only did somebody tag me in the earlier post, but then Night Raider followed through with more stats. So thank you for doing the work for us. So here's the stat. The Coyotes have allowed 20 goals this season within two minutes of scoring a goal. 13 of those within a minute 30, 11 within one minute. 11 times. That, that seems to that be That math lot. didn't add up because I said 11 and 13 does not equal 20. But just know that that's a, it's a it, lot. It's a lot. We're, we're going to go with a lot. <laughs> but I appreciate Night Raider for the. It's a lot. Things. And that's we, we brought it up. It first came up about a month ago. And in the trip where they went on that Eastern trip happened two twice in Ottawa, two goals in Ottawa after uh, within two minutes and two in Montreal and now San Jose. And now this, that's four times in seven games. What? Like, it, I think again, you've got to look at what the hell are we doing after we're scoring a goal? Like what, again, it goes, are we putting the wrong line out? Are we putting, are, are we just, are people, are they taking the foot off the guy? Yeah. Are we and, so happy we yeah. scored and we're still celebrating I, that that's a lot. And that's during a tankathon. Okay. We're okay. But it's something as this builds into the future, you gotta, you gotta tighten that up Yeah, because there's one thing you can do. Winning teams score goals clearly because you need to score, but championship teams defend. Mm-hmm. And this team doesn't defend yeah. right now. Yeah. And so it's something they're going to have to learn when they come out the other side uh, of this tunnel. They're going to have to learn to limit shots. They're going to have to defend the house better. They're going to have to defend after they score a goal. I mean, things like that are going to be incredibly important down the road. They're going to have to mature and they're going to have to learn. Luckily for the Coyotes, Nick Ritchie scored just 44 seconds after that Seattle goal. So there were three goals in a span of a minute and two seconds. Um from Louis Erickson, Richie has six goals and eight points in his twelve games. Twelve games, Arizona. unreal. Like, and here's a guy when we, when he came, and I was, I like, I said it too. He's an American leaguer. Like, he was an American. He was in the American League for a month, and he hadn't been in the National Hockey League. And I said, well, he, he, it was clearly about the money and the you know the assets, and that trade was not about Nick Ritchie, but it was about Nick Ritchie. I mean, he's a, he's a physical player that can get to the front of the net, and he can get points i mean he's offensively gifted he's a high draft pick so you know he's he's had it in him um i think this is what they were expecting in toronto when they had him i think yeah. this is the nick ritchie they wanted um <laughs> sorry so it, yeah we took him and Sateri. <laughs> and the goalie. yeah we think Sateri too the goal you didn't get a chance to even sorry. see whoops so I, I i for nick ritchie this it's he just needed to get the opportunity to play again and it's a team now that's given him a lot of confidence. They've given him a lot of ice time. And you know what? Bill Armstrong said it. This is the kind of player he likes to have on his team. He likes a big physical guy with a little offensive upside. And we talked about McBain coming in from college. That's what he is. Another big physical guy. Kraus. I mean, it's it's kind of turning the tide for this team. It's been sorely lacking for years, that physical element. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that coin starting to flip and they're starting to get more of that type of player in. Yeah. Here. And Bill Armstrong was part of that in St. Louis. And that's what that right. team is. So you can kind of see the model there, which is a positive. Look at Spencer right from the game, right to the chat. Yeah. <laughs> no, Spencer was in the chat while the well, game in the game. While that's at impressive. Gila River Arena. That's multitasking. I saw I saw you in the chat, Spencer, earlier. Um, well, this was one of those games. 
I feel like we had a stretch where the king was so easy. We had a stretch where the king was so hard because it was impossible. This was one where we were just like, eh. Yeah, we were pretty eh about eh. this one. Yeah, like where do you go? Like it, it, a lot of the times when they lose, we can go, oh, it's Vimelka. It's 39 saves, it's Vimelka. I, I didn't feel he was the king today. Yeah, even with 35 saves on 39 shots, it, he just didn't look it. So given the power play goal, we have crowned Nick Schmaltz, our DraftKings king of the game. He's kind of got that look too, like eh. Eh, that's what he would be like in the press it conference after. Yeah, it was eh. really good. Really yeah, it was good. good. Yeah. Do you have any plans? Thanks uh, for making me king of the game. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> Appreciate it. Exactly. Well, shout out to Nick Schmaltz for being our draft case king of the game. And maybe he'll start, like you said, start the streak again and maybe get another multi-point game like he did earlier in the month of March because he was one of, if not the hottest goal scorer in the NHL in the first half of the month. So... Maybe he'll do it again, yeah, maybe. or maybe he ran out of fuel, and just like we maybe. said, they can't sustain their 30% shooting percentage. And they're not. They're, they're certainly not. Um, so. and, I, and Grubauer is a guy that that is ranks toward the bottom of expected um, saves above average or whatever the, the new analytic stat is. Craig loves that stat. Yeah, Craig loves the stat. <laughs> Goals above expected, and he's one of the worst in the league. And they just couldn't get to him tonight. And, and I think it was brought up earlier. They didn't shoot enough. I don't know if this team has ever shot enough. I think they they move the puck around looking for something better. Oftentimes, you can need to get that chicken mentality. Or, or Schmaltz has that too now where you get the puck, you shoot it. And I think they need to generate more offense by taking more shots. So I'm some I'm sure it's something they'll talk about going into this weekend that they got to find a way to generate more offense. Yeah, well, it's going to be a tough week, like we mentioned. And you know what else is going to be tough? The Sweet 16 oh, <laughs> and the Arizona sure Wildcats. Can they do that to us again, by the way? What? Don't do that to us again. The stress that they put Yes, us let's through. get a 10-point lead the last two minutes and just coast. I know. Can we do that? I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. Houston? Right, Sean? Yes, Houston. Houston. Who's going to win? I already have money on them. So that means... Take Arizona by a dozen. Yeah, right. Sean's, Sean's got Houston. We're all good. Like I, I said earlier, I do have money on Arizona to win the national championship. So I'm going to keep betting against them until they lose or win it all. And I win either way. And that's smart betting, people. I just want to say there was a comment earlier, Sean, that, oh, Sean must have picked the Coyotes in this game. I don't understand. Hold on. Oh, the camera's frozen. So I can't even. I want to go look Caleb in the eyes. Um, I don't know what I've done to deserve this. I've hit on the majority of my pick of the weeks. I hit on my last pick of the week for on the show. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think I deserve better, Caleb. Spencer, get your U of A slander out of the chat. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you want to bet on college basketball or anything else, um, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But new customers who sign up using the promo code PHNX and bet $5 on any college basketball team to win, get $200 in free bets if they do. Just that simple. If you're an existing customer, you can do same game parlays. Sometimes in the same game parlays, there's like bets in there that you can't just bet on normally. So if you want to get a little creative with it, you can do that with the same game parlay. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use that promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. That's 21 and over Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. All right.
Which I was just looking at Charles. He was talking about the brackets in the Discord. We have already. I went on my bracket rant, so I'll make it brief. Even the basketball experts of the college expert, college b-ball panelists, get the bracket wrong. Yeah, so I don't still feel bad. I still stand by my statement that everyone that picked Gonzaga and Arizona are cowards um, because that's what everyone was doing. I Kentucky may not have been the right choice, but I've know, got Kansas, so we'll see. I think Kansas is a good choice at this point. I don't think it's going to be a one seed that wins, but conversation for another day. That was a good sigh. That that was I'm very sorry. representative of how, of how I feel. I know. Well, on tomorrow's audio episode, we're going to dive into the trades around the NHL and kind of the impact that they had around the league, the contending teams that got better, who did well, who did bad, the notable trades, the trade drama that's going on with Vegas, all of that we'll dive into tomorrow. But we talked about... McBain and Smith a lot yesterday and the night before about McBain. We talked to Jason Demers about McBain and Bill Armstrong was on the Valley broadcast tonight talking about it. And yesterday in the availability, um, right after the trade deadline, Craig had the opportunity to ask Bill himself about these two college centers coming to Arizona. And here is what Bill Armstrong had to say. When you go through the rebuild, you, you want to keep moving forward. And I felt in a lot of cases we were able to to get bigger and better and younger. Um, and we were able to really kind of add two top-notch prospects with McBain and Smith. So um, really excited about that process and, and how that went down. And uh, um, it's exciting for the franchise. Well, I think I think McBain, I've watched him since he's 16 years old. So I've, I've known him for a long time. Um, and the one thing that, that you love is his size. He can play center. Um, played wing uh, for the Olympic team, uh, the Canadian Olympic team, but he is big and he plays a hard game. And that's something that we, we loved about him uh, right from the get-go. And, and the last thing I'll tell you is he's a constant improver. I think he's taken a step every year in his skill development, his skating, and his strength. And he's, he's still got a ways to go, but um, the way he plays, you know, if you look at his team, his team went 0-10 when he was gone. You know, and uh, their power play went from 25% down to 17, and he has a huge impact. I felt like when he was in the lineup for those guys, you know, he'd come out in the first shift and have five hits and let everybody in the building know that he was there. And he's got, he, he brought some swagger to his team, and uh, that's what we love about him. Nathan's a spark plug. Like, he's, he, this kid hates to lose. Uh, the thing about you'll notice about him, we always have a saying it's easier to tame the t- tiger than pay stripes on the kitty cat, and that's, and that's him. He's he, he's a hothead at times. You know, he can get a little carried away, but he's a physical player. He comes to play every single shift, and he's got skill. He can make plays. He can score. Um, you know, so we just love the way he plays. Well, great timing for the end of that one because here's Craig who just snuck up on everyone during that clip. Yeah, didn't even have the elevator. Yeah, I think he walked up. <laughs> yeah, did you walk up the from the bottom, Craig? Yeah, you know, I'm on that training program now. Peloton <laughs> week three. That's right. Yep. Just ran up the steps. No big deal. Well, no Craig, big deal. for the first time in franchise history, the Coyotes have lost against the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, not only that, this is this is their first loss in the Tankathon series. Yes. <laughs> what a big loss it was. Now, we've been holding these graphics for you to get here because that is a very meaningful graphic. So if yes, Craig let's, sees our graphics, right? Yeah. Let's okay. pull it up. So the, the Tankathon. There it is. It's now complete. Right? Well, I don't know if the Canadians play Seattle again this season, but the Coyotes are done in the Tankathon series. They went 4-1. and one. 
So if oh. they end up out of the top three, you'll know why right here. But at least they lost this game tonight because they are back at the bottom of the West and they're tied with Montreal. Uh, Montreal still owns the top spot, though, because of ROW or RW now, I guess. But anything can happen at this point. Anything can happen. Wow. Look at those numbers. Arizona really didn't understand the assignment on that one. <laughs> Seattle got it. Seattle got it. Yeah. So did Montreal, honestly. Seattle got the assignment. Yeah, Arizona, not so much. Man. But in the, in the overall standings, this was a big loss. Yeah, or a win was. if you look at and it that is, way. Yeah, this was good, and I know this is. If they're going to play like this, Craig, they're going to lose more hockey games. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that with Andre. And, and by the way, I misspoke. Of course, Seattle can't play Montreal. They only play the other conference two times, so they're done. But yeah, these last few games, he's Andre said it a couple times. He, he didn't see he didn't see any soul from his team. Uh, again tonight um listen part of that is their their blue line's really shorthanded pd you probably saw this they're not shutting down plays in their own end they're not they're missing assignments they're not moving the puck up ice well their their blue line was kind of a hot mess tonight and that was the biggest reason i saw for them losing this game tonight yeah we talked about their inability to defend tonight and and limit a, a depleted seattle squad in shot attempts and it just wasn't the other thing, though, Craig, the defense, absolutely, I agree with. I think that's the major problem. But this team isn't generating offense like they were on that road trip. And I don't mean scoring at a 30% clip. I don't mean that. I mean having puck in the offensive zone, getting shots on net, skating through the neutral zone with speed, with rush chances. I haven't seen that team in a week now. And yeah, that's fair, too. He said they're not hard on pucks in the offensive zone. They're, yeah, they're, they're not doing that either. So I don't know what changed uh, over these last few games. Why, you know, you come back and you're feeling pretty good, even though you look, we knew those results weren't sustainable because of the shot totals and the shooting percentage. But they were getting some good chances. Like you said, they were getting good looks, at least on the chances that they were generating. And, and that hasn't been the case either. And now here we are, you know, Coyote's looking a little bit more like that team that we saw at the start of the season yeah and this wasn't Vimelka's best performance tonight either no. and it kind of hurts more for the loss of Wedgwood who has put up quite a few good games in his last little stretch with the Coyotes here but not Veggie's best no and and his last couple starts I don't think he's been all that sharp uh, and I know they just extended him and you want to see more consistency from the guy and look again I don't want to I don't want to judge him on one season. They've seen enough to believe that he can be at least a, a quality backup in this league. But yeah, you'd like to see him turning in better performances down the stretch too. Craig, have you heard anything more uh, about Sateri when they can expect him in the country or in, in uh, a, a coyote sweater? I think what's going to happen because of his immigration issues, he's, he's going to be in Canada. So he'll probably join them on the trip. I'm not sure which of those stops, but he'll probably join them there. As for when he'll be able to cross the American border and come back with them, that's still up in the air. Hmm. Wow. I didn't even think about that. And it's kind of, I guess, lucky that the Coyotes have two upcoming games in Canada in the next three. Three, three. yeah. yeah. Let's, pull up, yeah. let's pull up the calendar. We need the calendar. Yeah, <laughs> I need to see it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I forgot. The, the old, I got the stuck old on Winnipeg the and Edmonton back to back because yeah, it makes yeah, so yeah. much sense. We talked about the bad geography of that yesterday. Yeah, you're right. So this is a really, really tough 
road trip coming up against Calgary, Winnipeg, and Edmonton. I don't know, especially given the play against Seattle and San Jose, which were games that we looked at last week and said, oh, I don't know, like they could definitely beat Seattle and San Jose, which they could, but they didn't. So looking ahead at Calgary, Winnipeg, and Edmonton, three teams who are in the playoff picture or fighting, they don't really look like winnable games, at least stand from this standing and seeing how the Coyotes have played these last three games. I don't which means what happened? Go ahead, Petey. No, I just which means they'll probably come home three and zero from this trip. Oh, and three. Uh, no, did you see oh, what happened in Calgary? Home. Yeah, what? they see lost. what happened in Calgary. Not only did they lose, Daryl Sutter sent Jason LaBarbera out to do the post game press conference because he was so mad. <laughs> and guess who they face next? Yeah. Coyotes will go up and play Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going up against the one of the top teams in the Western Conference, and they're mad? Yeah, they're going to be miffed. Daryl Sutter will have them ready to play for that game. Winnipeg's playing well. Winnipeg won a big game tonight, so they're still in the Huge. playoff hunt as well. They knocked off – yeah, they knocked off Vegas. We can talk about that tomorrow on the pod because Vegas, wow, they're in a – They're a two points behind right Vegas now, so. no, Craig. Two points behind Vegas with two games in hand. Like, I, I see Winnipeg jumping over Vegas here in the next 48 to, to 72 hours. They may, Vegas is not playing well at all. And Dallas jumped them. Vegas is out of a playoff spot. Dallas has four games in hand, and they jumped them in the playoff chase. So it's it, it's going to be really tough for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, that yeah that's going to be a big topic insane. tomorrow because I, I really want to dive into what the hell they do now. What now? Yep. But we'll do that yep. tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely dive into more of that tomorrow. But again, with Calgary... They're just they're first. We thought Vegas would be first in the Pacific. We thought that was going to be a write-in at the beginning of the season. It's not looking that way. Calgary actually has that top spot in the Pacific right now, so it's going to be a really tough matchup for the Coyotes. And then those back-to-back games immediately after, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah, and traveling, going in and play Connor McDavid after the back-to-back. Yeah, good luck. And that team needs those wins, too. I think yeah. Edmonton is mm-hmm. Edmonton's still not assured, and they, they, they'd love to get home ice. So those games for all three of those teams are incredibly important. Not so much for the Kachina-clad Coyotes. I, I just don't see it being as important. <laughs> Listen, to you. Listen to you with the alliteration. I like it. I know. What that? <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> it's just late here, Craig. It seems like it's... This we, haven't is the done a seven, we haven't done a 7 o'clock game. I know. Where's the we 4 o'clock We got spoiled Eastern with that games. East Coast road trip and then the afternoon matinees. <laughs> spoiled. Well... It is legit past my bedtime. Not kidding. Not making that up. Not being funny. It's past my bedtime. I, I believe that fully. <laughs> um, I want to look at Craig full screen again. Sean, if we can send Craig to full screen, because take a look behind him. There are only a few more games left Mm -hmm. at Gila River Arena. And (sighs) counting down those last few, and we mentioned we would do this yesterday, we're going to count down for each of the remaining Coyotes home games, the top 10 moments at Gila River Arena for the Arizona Coyotes. And we're going to start with number 10 tonight. December 27th, 2003. Is it the 27th or the 12th? It's the 27th. It's the 27th. Tw- yeah. Sean it's just dashed two tonight. I was so focused on making the 10 look. <laughs> yeah, he was worried about getting Shane Doan's head through the one. Sean is just, it's okay. Um, December 27th. Scruggs dropping the puck between the one and the zero. Yeah, so the, the, look first, at that. the first game, at it was Glendale Arena at the time, standing room only crowd of 19,052 the Nashville Predators, which is crazy since the Coyotes' last game on April 29th is against the Nashville Predators. It's perfect bookends. 
like you said, Glendale Mayer, Elaine Scruggs at the time, dropping the puck with Wayne Gretzky between Shane Doan and Greg Johnson. Moment number 10. At Look at Babyface Doan. Look at Babyface Doan. That looks like Josh. It looks like Josh. It does look like Josh. Yeah. It's amazing, though. Like, and at that time, Gretzky wasn't coaching the team. He would just become owner and save the day. And and so it's, I, I don't know the, if it's, is it irony? Craig's the writer. Like, what is it that we started and ended with Nashville? And there's no way there's any intent to that because when the NHL schedule was made, there was serendipity. N- they didn't know they were going to be yeah. out of the building. Yeah, serendipity. It's a coincidence, but Unbelievable. you know, I got a couple. I got a couple quick. Can we go back to that photo for a second? Because I have a couple questions about this photo. <laughs> Other than the date, like the two, <laughs> the, the two people out wide, Pete, can you name either of them? Who's the, who's the guy in the sweater over there? By the way, do you, I have do you no know idea. And I've looked at. I was okay. looking at that picture earlier, and there's another guy behind Greg Johnson. You can only see the sweater. Right. And I have yeah. no idea who any of the other people there are. Do you? Okay. No, no clue. Second question, Petey. That suit that Wayne Gretzky's wearing. Did, <laughs> yeah, it's probably in my garage. <laughs> it probably is. We'll put that on eBay after this. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, you didn't hear the suit stories? No. The Gretzky gave me all his old suits. No. He's. I don't know if you've. You if you've never stood next to Wayne Gretzky, weird. He's taller. He's a professional athlete. He's bigger than I am. Can, what the hell am I gonna do with the suits? Get them hey, Petey, I cleaned out my garage. Please sell them. Yeah, cleaned up my closet. Here's my suits. Uh, like, and by the way, uh, I'm gonna take it one more step. And since I'm ranting, yeah. fantastic suits, by the way. He's an I incredibly mean, sharp dresser. What the, what the f am I gonna do with a Hugo Boss tailor? I look like the freaking Beatles. Like, <laughs> wait, can you imagine if I would have worn those suits? Guys would have been like, what, like, no, I wear ninety nine dollars suits that barely fit me. Like, like, Leah, can you back me up here? Back I mean, you up on what? What could he have done with those suits? Seriously, authentic? I don't. I can't call Wayne them. Wayne Ward. Wayne Ward. Wayne Ward. You could have you said Wayne Ward. Yeah. Wayne Ward. Dude, you could have said Wayne We do know a certain producer who is over six feet tall. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know one of them. We, we used one of them. <laughs> I know one of them went in a charity golf tournament. For, I gave it to my dad to, to they put it in an auction at Bemidji State. So somebody has it somewhere, has that one. How many maybe we should give one away. On we'll show. put it. We'll hang one in the studio. I'll wear one if you bring one. I'll wear one every single game next year. Oh my Do you still have them? Do you still have them? I'm not going to comment on the suits. They may not, oh. may or may not be still in my possession. I don't want any people squirreling through my garage later tonight. <laughs> How many suits did you get? Um, I had six. I no longer six? have those suits. Six? I no longer have the suits. suits. I do not have them anymore. Wow, buddy. Buddy, you could have sold those. You, like I said before, you could have been living in the Caymans. And, and okay, uh, while we're on the topic, and this is we're so off topic, and it's late. D- <laughs> Dave Tippett did the same goddamn thing to me. Dave Tippett's shorter than me and a little bit maybe wider, but that's not saying much because I'm very slim. I'm skinny. All right, and so so Dave Tippett's clothes don't fit me either. Why the fuck's everybody give me their clothes? Like, well, I'll don't. come by and take a look at Tip suits. Like Tip, yes, Tip. <laughs> so why is everybody tip giving? And I it, always eye is to it eye. just easier than Goodwill? Like, let's give them to Petey. Like, if well, what the fuck am I gonna do with your suits? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, ranting. <laughs> Thank you very that's much great. for doing that. I appreciate it and I'm grateful <laughs> for everything I've received in my life. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. Why'd you do that? I was all good and calm. <laughs> 
Um, someone asked the question what the number one song on that game day was, and it was Hey Ya by Outkast. Wow, oh. what a banger. That's a great wow. tune. Wow. I didn't even live in Arizona yet. I, it's funny because I was there and I don't remember it. Don't remember. I have no recollection. Who won the game? Nashville. Nashville. Someone said it was a 4 nothing win for Nashville. There you go. 3-1. 3-1 Nashville. Yep, 3-1. Not good with numbers today. Craig was there. Craig was there. I was there. I was there. I yep. was there. So were you, though. I, so I don't you. remember it, though. Do they you all... remember it, Craig? I don't. No, I don't remember the game at all. Isn't that crazy? The first game out here, I have no memories of that game at all. That's funny. Caleb said, from hey ya to see ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually good. good. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Craig, any final thoughts from either this game, the Coyotes moves at the trade deadline, or this particular memory i'll just give you the floor for final thoughts before you head no, out i just i just uh, you know i i'm i'm past the trade deadline I'm, I'm curious to see what these center prospects can do but they're you know i, I think jack McBain, who's in the arena tonight and we're going to get to talk to him tomorrow he's going to get a chance to play soon as soon as his ankle heals up they want to see him before the end of the season and then we'll see about smith you know mankato could make a deep run but he could, you know, in a couple of weeks, he could sign and he can get a look late in the season, too. I think they'd like to do that with both of those guys. So that'll be nice just to get a sort of a cameo for both of those guys, get a sense of what they can do. Clearly, they're going to need some time to adjust to the NHL, but I'd like to get a look at them before the end of the season. Yeah, I think it's important for the for the development of those players to do that. I think it's they're elite college players. This is not college. This is the speed of this game in the National Hockey League. It's the best league in the world, clearly. So I think it's important that those guys get here. I think they need to be in the locker room training with these guys. I think they need to get on the ice in a live game and see, oh, shit, this is what this is about. Okay. I think it's important they see that. So when they go into the summer training, they go, okay, I need to I need to ramp it up. I, I got a lot of work to do. I think it's a really good eye-opener for those guys to see what work is really, truly ahead of them um, in the upcoming season if they want to have a sniff um, come next fall. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Craig, we'll let you go. One of your final drives home from a game in Aquila <laughs> River Arena. So uh, take it 19 all in. more trips. 19 more trips out here. I can tell you the exact number. Wow. No, who's counting? <laughs> wow, but, who's, <laughs> but who is counting? Well, next show, are we doing from here? Are we back here then, Friday? Yeah, Friday in Friday the from the studio. And you know what we have to do, Craig? We owe Leah dinner Friday. Oh, that's right. How and we'll have, you the, have the, the upper. We'll have the up. Oh, go ahead. I can't do it. I can't, can't do, do it. it. Up trunty. Up trunty. We should up make trunty. it a sound. We on need it. to make it a sound. We'll make it oh, a sound. I plan on doing it. I just keep forgetting. Yeah, up trunty. <laughs> yes. Well, so we'll have to get her dinner. I'll go drive through on the way here. Drive through. Chicken nuggets, barbecue mm. sauce. No? <laughs> I'm good. Pass. Leah's thinking Mastro's. You look close to Mastro's, don't you? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, Craig, get home safe. It's after 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 hours, after bedtime. And we got a we got another one tomorrow. We do. Around the NHL tomorrow. I'll be out. I'll be doing that from Gila River Arena because that's Jack where you've Bay been be every available. minute of this entire week, pretty much. So it does feel that way. <laughs> work, work, work. Somewhere All right, Craig. In Drive home safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Well, if you haven't had the opportunity to read Craig's trade deadline recap, I'm sure that's why he is 
tired of talking about it because he wrote all about it until last night. Um, it's a comprehensive review of the moves the Coyotes made. He got to talk one-on-one with Bill Armstrong, and tomorrow he'll be at Gila River Arena to talk with Jack McBain, who we know is in Arizona. He was on the Valley broadcast as well tonight. So Craig will get to ask him questions firsthand there. And if you want to read that story, you can do so at gophnx.com. Sign up for a membership. And also, members get deals on Merchandise Weekly. And the members deal of the week this week i don't know if you knew this i did know this is a coyotes deal deal. buy one get one off buy one get one half off coyote shirts that's a deal you can get only if you're a member so if you're not a member yet you can sign up for your membership get one shirt with that then you go to the ph next locker and buy buy another another shirt and get the second one half off you can walk away with three three shirts shirts for the price of one and a half the price of one and a half that's that's a steal. Don't let Shane do Sean do the math. I said Shane again. <laughs> I'm a great math person. I just when it comes to putting why do I get Shane and Sean? Yeah, I'm gonna do you something. can't insult it, Sean when you're messing up his. What name. really got me is the other day you called me Sean Defy. No, <laughs> you I did called not. me Shane Defy to pause. You put our names together. No, I did not. Yes, you 100 percent did. I also true. wanted to point out um, that you're matching Cody the the t-shirt on the wall. I know. And this is now two straight shows where I know. one of you was matching. Well, because when I long. picked this out today, I knew Leah couldn't wear it because she just wore it to the last show. So I figured I was safe to not match this I show. I like the strategy. Yeah. Meanwhile, I matched two other people with this PHX shirt today. That is one of my favorites. I will say, and the reason we all wear them every day is because they're so comfortable and they're yeah, so great. great. I, that's so, one of my favorites. Yeah. I love this one. What so call that one? The pocket tee? Pocket tee. There's no pocket, but... But they call it pocket the, Okay. Yeah. I like it. And yeah. is there... Can we tease that there's new stuff coming? Oh, we can't yeah, say we, what it we, is. we teased it yesterday. Okay. New, stuff new stuff coming. coming. You'll want to keep an eye. It's launching soon. It's amazing. We're all obsessed. So Yeah, and we want to wear it on the show, but we can't. We're just waiting for We're the go-ahead. trouble. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we can't. Please let us wear it on the show. <laughs> Maybe something. we'll just accidentally launch it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They're not watching our show, are they? Ah. The GMs, the bosses, they're not watching. Hey, comment if you're watching our show right now. Espo, Espo definitely watches the show because he had me create a son's version of the upcoming schedule graphic because he liked oh, really? it so much. Very and he nice did job. tell me that, um, not to pat myself on the back, but he said that the Coyotes <laughs> are the best looking show um, on, on the network. Wow. wow it is true shout out to sean for all sean, his working nice graphics he was working graphics all night he didn't get them right but he worked really hard at, <laughs> I got, at least i got the 10 right you that was the important number right. and to, to be honest the reason i put 12 there is because i was debating whether or not i wanted to put like the 12 27 dash 03 or if i wanted to put december like the actual date and then i just you got stuck halfway got through and never got yeah. back it's to okay it. It happens. It happens. Do we have any more graphics? We have yeah, one more. we do. We have one more graphic, and we finally finished another row on the punch oh card. Oh, my God. Look, Look at, at that. that. I can, honestly, like, I've never done this before. Like, none of us have, really, like, to this no. depth. And when we were on that first row, I go, there's no freaking way I'm going to finish all these games. Like, there's no way we're going to get here. And 19 we're left. Almost there. We're almost there, Leah. I know. And if we beat, um, if we beat, what's it called? Uh, that should be Edmonton, I believe. Sunday is Edmonton, or is that Winnipeg? Whoever, six, game sixty-five. That'll be Winnipeg. that's Winnipeg. A, a five in a row. Oh boy! Like, there's a five in a row. Black five in a row in the middle. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of those. Yeah, I know. a lot of four, not a connect fours. Look at that first row. But it's been a really long year. But look at and and I'm gonna do this before we get to game eighty-two. I'm gonna go back and watch show one. I can we is that a thing? Yeah, we can do? the one where they lost horrifically forever? against Columbus forever on YouTube. 
Yeah. They're there? They're there. So if I want to see it, I can go see you it. Could. I was still in college when that happened. Wow. <laughs> that was... That was feel any that older. That was too kind well, of... Was, uh, <laughs> I didn't... That's not that like I was, I was like still in high school. five yeah. months ago. That was two Coyotes producers ago. Wait, that was. And one lives in this button. Who was supposed to be our producer? Shane? Shane. How'd that work out? Yeah, no. Not okay, great. so we've seen all the graphics. We've we seen lost all the, graphics. the game, but it's, it's good though, right? Yes, we decided very it's good. good. Very good. We'd like to see this team play better because we even we said in the tankathon, part of what we'd like to see in the tankathon, we understand the purpose, we understand the draft, but what we would like to see is a team that's playing. I do still have the sign Caleb just brought. We would up. like to see a team that is playing better than this. Yes, agree. I just hope that they can still lose if their losses on this road trip, which for the sake of the tank, you would hope they are that they're close, competitive and entertaining games to watch. Agreed. And that's all we can ask Agreed. for the remaining 19. Obviously, hoping there's some wins in there because it would be very miserable <laughs> to watch 19 trade losses. But yeah, we just want competitive games. So competitive games. Yeah, maybe that will come back and maybe Keller and Schmaltz will go on another run here and maybe those college players will come in and get a little spark give it a little and, spark yeah so yeah. we'll see how all of that goes um thank you everyone so much for tuning in like i said we'll have that audio show for you tomorrow breaking down all the moves around the nhl so please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast to the phnx coyotes podcast leave us a review follow it's super helpful subscribe to phnx sports on youtube hit the notification bell so you never miss a show so we'll have the audio episode Wednesday off Thursday, and then Friday we'll have be live for the Calgary post game here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. And please follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Tons and tons of stuff on there daily, including all of Craig's tweets are on there too. So that's where the reporting is, and that's where the fun is. I guess <laughs> I don't true. know. I was yeah, trying I to bring it home. Late. Trying to bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> My head hurts. I'm tired. Let's let's bring it home. PD, any final thoughts? No, I, I think uh, hopefully this team gets a little rest and a little practice. And, man, they're going to need all guns blazing uh, on Friday because this Calgary Flames team is really, really yep. good. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you later in the week and have a great rest of your week, everyone.